when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I don't know if you have Apple TV, but if you have not watched the movie Coda, I can highly recommend it. My wife and I often sit down every Saturday night and watch a movie. We usually get some food delivered after a long week, And it's always an adventure. Kim asks me what I want to eat, and then I say, Chinese or something, and she says, I don't want that. So I ask her, what do you want? And she tells me, I say, okay. And then she says, no, really, what do you want again? And it's a weekly dance back and forth. Occasionally, we're on the same page, but more often than not, we're eating at the, I don't know, what do you want American cuisine diner. You know, it's (laughs) somehow or another we figure it out. The same goes for a movie. When we choose to watch something, I'll search Apple TV, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, and I'll give her three to five movies to pick from. She'll watch the previews and then she'll say, I don't know, what do you want to watch? It's the same dance. But eventually we pick one and sit down and watch. But In the case of Coda, I did not give her a choice. The movie is about a deaf family in a fishing town of Gloucester, Massachusetts. The youngest is a girl who can hear and finds her passion in singing. While she is the voice who signs or does American Sign Language for her family when people are speaking. Now, I don't think I'm going to ruin it for you guys who haven't seen it, but there's one scene where she's singing at school, and her family is in the audience. And then all of a sudden, the sound goes out, and you see and not hear what it would be like for her family to watch that performance and look at the audience's responses. It was interesting and enlightening to be inside the mind of a deaf person for a few minutes. During the Academy Awards show, the Oscars, the actor who played the dad, Troy Kotzer, a deaf actor himself, won Best Actor for 2022. His speech was delivered in sign language while accompanied by an ASL interpreter who spoke it for the audience. So you kind of get to relive that scene, but in reverse. So what channel tunes you in? I'm old enough to remember four channels and rabbit ears on our TV. Then cable came along and you can get dozens, if not hundreds, of channels. Not long ago, we had no problem paying $3 to $5, now $6, to rent a movie on Apple TV. And it was usually a few months after it came out in theaters. Newer movies in theaters cost 20 bucks to rent. Coda was the first movie from a streaming service to win Best Picture at the Oscars. These times they are a-changing. 
Speaking of change, at one point a few years ago, our cable bill broke $200 a month, and I said, man, this is stupid. So I cut the cord. I got internet for 80 bucks, Hulu for local channels for 40 bucks, saving 80 bucks a month. Fast forward to today, and that same package now costs over $200 again. It's $135 for internet and $75 for Hulu. We are too far away from the city to get free HD over antenna anymore, and I really like local sports. But I rarely watch more than three or four channels. And today, movies are now served up via streaming services. Hulu, who owns Disney, now gives us Disney Plus for that same price. Netflix comes free with our T-Mobile phones. Apple TV comes with my iCloud account. Amazon Prime is free with that $130 a year Amazon delivery package. If I had to pay for all of those, it'd be way over $300 a month to watch TV and a few movies. So, I can imagine yourself saying, Self, what does this have to do with marketing? Well, bear with me. When it comes to marketing, channels are often thought of as platforms. Platforms are like those streaming services. There are channels that people watch. Most are free, but a few people pay for it monthly. Just like we watch TV and movies on Apple TV, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. People are watching their email, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Medium, Google, and more for content to educate and inform themselves. Especially in business, they're paying a premium with their time. The average worker costs a company about $25 to $50 an hour, while a C-level person may cost a company $500 to $1,000 an hour. Not only are they busy, but it costs real dollars for people to consume your messages. Are your messages worth $25 to $100 an hour to consume? What's the ROI they get for that spend? I had an interesting conversation with a client recently who wanted to increase the conversions on the production and distribution of their content. Their thought was that if you could create a channel on their website, people would tune in because it was focused on their industry, and they serve several. That means that we're looking to create content that would target them based on their industry. What would it be like if we had a medical channel, a transportation and logistics channel, a manufacturing channel, and a small business channel? Would people tune in and feel like it was focused to their interests? Would they spend more time? We're trying to figure out how to dynamically change words and images so that more of them would feel like we are creating and maintaining a specific website for them. But how do we create and maintain multiple versions of essentially the same content? It's an interesting challenge, but one that was built upon the success of trying to channel email and social media messages to a specific brand or industry. If you can find a way to better personalize email and content, we have found that people 
do feel better about investing their time and money in that personalized experience. Now, just like Coda lets you get inside the eyes and the mind of a deaf person, understanding content creation and distribution from the perspective of your audience can give you a better idea of how they experience your performance. I understand that segmentation is hard. We want to be everything to everybody. But the Pareto Principle shows us that 80% of our success comes from 20% of our customers. Would it not make sense to find a way to engage the 20% with 80% more focused content? I want to leave you with a quote from Steve Jobs. He says, This has been one of my mantras. Focus and simplicity. Simple can be harder than complex. You have to work hard to get your thinking clean and make it simple. But it's worth it in the end. Because once you get there, you can move mountains. Learning how to make the simple complex and the complex simple is understanding your content from your client's perspective. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>